in a world that has been enslaved by a virus where communism has taken over and where Christianity is illegal. One church group will sit in a circle and talk about spray painting three quarters of a fish. Jared, this is, you're talking about just three years from now, right? Yes. This is 2025. A world enslaved by a virus. That, that, that's just the, the title of the movie we're watching today? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Today on Banquet at the Flum Dumpster. Yep, yeah. Thank, thank you, thank you. Okay, I hope that's not the voice you're going to use for the rest of this episode. I will use this voice for the entire episode. How drab, how dull critique can be It's begging and pleading for apathy The good, the bad, the in-between And nothing is everyone's cup of tea No time to waste, there's things to do Jared and Eric are happy too They'll suffer the worst of films for you So enter the strangest of banquet rooms So, I'm gonna just go out on a limb for Right off the bat and just say how fast is this movie going to go out of date? <laughs> well, because <laughs> it's, it's 2021 right now when we're recording it. 2020 and, and when it came out. This is 2025. Four yeah. years. Uh, it, 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 there, is, there, is a, there is a level of confidence that comes from setting your movie uh four years just four years in the future like things move so fast now trends move so fast now the world changes so fast now i feel like we have a lot in common with this movie actually because because we're going to be in four years pretty well the same <laughs> <laughs> no i i mean because we also uh, you know, we we record these episodes and release them sometimes, like, six whole months later. Yeah, like, or, you know, sometimes, like, a year after <laughs> Benefer has been a thing. <laughs> but, like, I, like, we are constantly on this podcast running the risk of dating ourselves. Like... Yes. Uh, if I if I just like make the reference, you know, Noodle said it was a Bones Day, right? If we release this episode tomorrow, everyone who listened to it, who is familiar with Noodle, will be like, oh, oh, they said it, they said the thing, they said the thing. But if we release this episode when we're probably going to release this episode, our listeners are going to be like, oh God, don't remind me of Noodle. I I don't even know what you're talking about. It this is this is why I run the TikTok and you don't. Right. <laughs> this is a TikTok thing. Got it's, it. Okay. It's a it's a TikTok thing. No, okay. Noodle. Well, and it's no, up to date and current, it, which I am not. It, 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 
Uh, our listener now knows exactly when we recorded this episode. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so, hello, people from the future. This is us clearly from the past. And hello, people from 2025 who are looking at this episode and thinking, oh, why are they talking about me? <laughs> I'm enslaved by a virus. I get it. Um, you don't need to remind me. Um, um, so this 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 movie that we're watching that's going to date itself almost immediately. Mm-hmm. What is this? This is like, is this like an anti-COVID precautions movie? Okay. I, I, I have no idea, but I'm guessing it's like not anti-COVID precautions. I think it's like. COVID was made in a lab yeah. the government trying to control us. Like, I think that is that is the, the, the tone of this movie is going to be this is all a government conspiracy to <laughs> enslave us with microchips. So, like, like a, a, step, a, a step above uh, anti-COVID restrictions. Yeah, no, I think this is anti-vax propaganda. I, I think... I, it, I, what you're describing is is something like it it's even a level be, beyond anti-vax. It's like oh yeah. It, <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know that this movie. I have no idea what this movie is and that's what excites me. Um because <laughs> it is about as mysterious as the far-flung future of 2025. <laughs> like okay, I just want to talk about how like you know, when Blade Runner 2049 came out, I thought, that feels a little soon. And I get it. It's because <laughs> it was lined up with the Blade Runner chronology that was also probably a bit too soon. Mm. But I was like, eh, I feel like I could genuinely watch this movie in 2049 and be able to be like, no, that's not what happened. Um, <laughs> this one, I hope that I'll still be alive. Like, that's like, I'm like, yeah. This, this, I could pretty well, we could have, we could still be doing this podcast <laughs> in 2025. Um, uh, if we are we could still have doing this a, podcast uh, in 2025, I do think we need to do an anniversary episode on 2025, oh, The World Enslaved by a Virus. Yeah, yeah, we have to have this, this episode re-released with a updated version so well, we'll, if you're we'll start hearing it off this with like a previously on banquet at the flum dumpster yes. four years ago <laughs> yeah um and i do think that um once we have watched this movie um we should in our second part have bold predictions of our own for 2025 that, that's 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 similar to the question that i was going to ask how close do you think that this movie is going to come to actually predicting 2025 Okay, I I hope that this movie goes into a full alternate reality. Nothing remains the same, and we can just kind of assume that it's all fiction easily. Mm. Um, but if they try to do like a predictive part of it, I'm gonna say nothing. <laughs> nothing that they like it. Anything that looks anything resembling normal will be the same. But then nothing that they predict that is new from what we have will be correct. I'm going to hold you to that in the episode that we're definitely recording in four years, also about 2025, The World Enslaved by a Virus. And we will go over our predictions for 
2025. Should we just do like three predictions each on the next half? Sure. Uh, I'm I'm going to guess that just based on the poster that we're going to see more masks being worn in this mm-hmm. film than I have seen in any network TV show <laughs> that name drops COVID to be cool. Or the like the good fight, which <laughs> had a whole episode where it was like COVID, 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 and then no masks for the rest of the and season. And then just I okay, yeah, tangent. <laughs> that makes no sense to me about yeah. network television. It's like they they just they just they acknowledge it, they name drop it. Sometimes they even have like like the good fight, whole plots around it. Sometimes, like in the Sex and the City reboot, they make like jokes about it every five minutes as if it's something in the past. But it's not in the past yet. Yeah. Why are we it, acting like it's over? It's weird. <laughs> I th- what I found um, the one that really worked for me was Superstore, uh, which in season six when it, when they when they like because they had the opportunity and they went for it to show what it was genuinely going to be like for people working at like a Walmart and having to deal with customers and. They they had the whole thing like they were just like yep yeah, we're gonna have a full season everyone masked up unless they were in the break room where I guess they didn't have to, um, and you're like yeah, I'm used to this this doesn't feel weird to me more shows could probably do this and I'd be okay with it like you either you either pretend that in your version of the world it didn't happen or you lean into it I don't think there's a middle ground no and it's it's clearly like. It's clearly these network TV shows trying to have it both ways. Like, yes. trying to both, uh, you know, do the, like, pulled from the headlines thing that network TV likes to do, while mm-hmm. also being escapist and letting us forget about COVID for 45 minutes. But yeah. you can't do both of those things at the same time. <laughs> you can't yeah. both remind us of the present-day apocalypse and also try and make us forget about the present day apocalypse. What what I think will be interesting is long running shows, if they just skipped over it, if mm. they were like, yeah, no, we're not going to talk about COVID at all. Uh, we're just going to pretend it didn't happen. If they will then like reference things that mm. happen in the world in these years, because I feel like there are a lot of these things that couldn't have happened Mm-hmm. You know, in the same way, mm-hmm. had there not been a pandemic, like if you're going to get a show that's like a legal drama that just was like blazed past COVID, yeah, and we're like that didn't happen in our version of the world, but the like the Black Lives Matter protests did. Mm-hmm. I don't know if in the same world they would happen in the same way. It's very tough to know. That's a really and, interesting question. Like there, there are all of these things that it's like. Oh, yeah, Biden's the president now. Is he the president in your world? Because I feel like the pandemic had an influence on that. And you're like, <sighs> you know. There's also a question of, like, if we do reach 2025 and the world is, in fact, still enslaved by a virus, <laughs> are all of these television shows going to be trapped in their decision in 2020 to just, like, skip over it? 
I mean, yeah, it, it, it will at a certain point be so distant from our reality that it's going to feel like sci-fi. <laughs> yeah. And now that we've brought ourselves back on topic, I think yeah. it's time for us to go watch the movie. Which I hope will be an actual sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as in science fiction, as in fiction, fiction. as in I don't want to keep doing this in 2025. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, but, we'll see you all after this break. Yeah, full spoilers for 2025, The World Enslaved by a Virus. Follow this musical interlude. Remain on the edge of your seat in a moment. Your hosts will return with the fruits of their suffering. Every last thought that is currently buffering too. The time has arrived. Their opinions will now debut. What is it? About Christian movies. <laughs> I didn't think that this was even going to have a Christian theme until the third title card that was like, Christianity is illegal. And we're like, okay, that's the movie we're yeah, watching Yeah, you know today. exactly what kind of movie you're watching when the first three things that happens are a title card that says it's 2025, a second yeah. title card that reads Christianity is illegal, and a third title card that reads communism is everywhere. Yeah, no, the, the second one was, I think, we are enslaved by the virus, and then it's those other two. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what I love, though, is the, the, the fascinating thing about this was that the government apparently used the virus as an excuse to put in all of these anti-Christian communist laws, which, okay. Um, <laughs> and at no point was the virus mentioned as still being around. So, are they enslaved by the virus? It's... There are a lot of things that are really... unclear. I made my <laughs> prediction at, in, in part one of this episode that we would see a lot of people wearing masks, and we did, but only in the least appropriate moments. Yeah. Well, not the least, like, it wasn't when they were just hanging out inside. Uh-huh. But it like, was by when they were walking through a forest a reasonable distance apart from one another. Or <laughs> giving, when he was giving a speech to a bunch of people spaced, like, at least two <laughs> meters apart, outdoors, like, and then when they were at work, nope. There were a few what? people wearing masks at work, but it was only background characters. Yeah, background people. And the the best part, where they would go into populated areas and need to talk, so they would just whip off their mask <laughs> to answer the phone. And you're like, oh, right, sure. But there, you, you do bring up a good point of, like, is this a world that is actually enslaved by a virus? Because we don't... Is there a virus? Is there a virus? We don't <laughs> see the world enslaved by a virus. We don't see what this world looks like when communism is everywhere. What does that look like when communism is everywhere? Well, uh, no, hold on. You do apparently see that because communism in this world is just scary government... Um, cracking down on religion and killing people um, who have religious beliefs. 
uh, like literally there were these times where somebody was like, oh my gosh, they broke into my house. They arrested my mother and two of my friends. But it's okay. It's okay. They're in heaven now. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like, (laughs) don't worry. Like, I think, you know, they'll release them. We'll be okay. It was just like, no, 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 you have to get over it because they're now dead (laughs) and you'll be joining them in heaven soon. And it was like, okay, so they, they've, like, we could just move on, I think, once we declare they've equated communism with dictatorship. Mm -hmm. Just flat, flat out, just like police state equal communism. And we're like, okay, that's the politics of this movie. Fine. (laughs) Fine. You're gonna go there? Cool. Um, Don't actually, no. Well, the the biggest thing, though, that annoys me about that, like, maybe not the biggest thing, was that the majority of the movie seemed to be making a metaphor for the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because I, I sort of get what you mean, yeah. The, the, police, the police, their biggest thing is rounding up people based on their religious beliefs. Apparently, they used to put them on trains and take them places where they were executed. And there, there are these people who were feeling persecuted and they wanted to find other people who still had their beliefs and they had to live underground and they were afraid of being caught. This is just, this is the equivalent that they're making in a fictional movie <laughs> that, like, I don't understand why this movie exists. Uh, I understand why this movie exists. This movie exists to serve a need and to respond to a cultural anxiety that does exist in a specific community. Um, and I, I feel like I want to clarify that we're making this movie sound way more interesting than it actually is. Oh, like, yes. this is a movie that on paper sounds like a Christian anti-vax handmaid's tale. But yeah. in practice, it is infinitely more boring than that oh it is i it it is just like scene after scene (laughs) of people just sitting like with talking at each other about nothing well i I, some like terrible acting i am generally opposed to like blanket cliche writing advice like i feel like things like show don't tell as your uh threshold for what makes a good story is boring i but this is a textbook example of telling (laughs) and not showing we don't see the world enslaved by a virus we don't see communism everywhere we don't see all of these characters families rounded up by the tyrannical anti-christian police state they just sit in a room and mumble about it at each other for like yeah. 10 minute long scenes that the the dialogue is delivered in such a stilted way that I could not tell I genuinely still cannot tell if it was like heavily heavily scripted and they were like reading off the lines for the first time from cue cards at the other side of the room or if it was just all really bad improv I think I think most of it was scripted and there were a couple of people who decided to ad lib and <laughs> they just kept in a lot of those parts. Where to to pass the like, runtime, yeah. Yeah. Um 
I also think in terms of the not showing, my favorite thing is that they have this whole thing was... Okay, so the, the main quest of these characters were to find other Christians and to connect them and build this community despite mm-hmm. the oppression against them. Cool. I um, love that we never saw a single one of the hundreds of thousands <laughs> of Christians that they got onto their cause <laughs> to, to come into this communion. They just, they just did a live stream where we just saw them live streaming. You didn't even see that like generic, like, oh, look how many viewers we have mm-hmm. thing that you could have. Nothing like that. I think you there was had... in the background a wall that had projected onto it a bunch of like zoom screens. I didn't and even know it was that. one shot. It was on there okay. for like three seconds. Blink and you miss it. They also had like that map where the red like countries were turning red when yeah Christianity was that got the to communism? So... No, that was just the Christianity was spreading. But you know, in that. Totally isn't, not ominous red isn't, it, over black. Isn't, isn't red the communism color? It's either <laughs> communism or it's Republicans. It's the same color. <laughs> In this case, it was the 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 Christian beliefs spreading into new and exciting places. Um, the other thing that I really um, found interesting was the one guy who was like, Oh, I have this great idea for how we can get Christian. Let's set up, you know, a mailing list um, and send it to the Christians. And they're like, yes, that way we'll get right into the Christian. And then we're like, oh, but wait, wait, wait. What if we, what if we had this in a bunch of different cities? And they're like, yeah, I like that. And I'm like, no, you're just describing the business plan for Michael's. Like, you know, all you need is every day to email these Christians and be like, 20% off Bibles! <laughs> Come to our meetup! <laughs> Communion wafers, 15% off, in-store only! <laughs> and I'm like... <laughs> you're, you're, you're describing a, a business plan that, yes works quite well i also love how that's that's what they were describing um when they were concerned about getting hacked yes because you know what you know what's hack proof dvds and corporate mailing lists yeah they sent out dvds and they kept being so proud of the fact we're running out of dvds just make more dvds (laughs) Don't keep making, like, a dozen and be like, guys, we're running out. This is amazing. It's like... We're running out of Um, DVDs. Maybe you're printing too many DVDs. Okay, also, this is 2025. In 2021, people wouldn't know what to do with a DVD. (laughs) I quite like DVDs. I... I do. I I do, too. I don't think that millions of people would love to receive a DVD of what was apparently just like a recorded, you know, sermon from the times gone by of 2019. (laughs) Guys, I have this idea. Let's send out VHS tapes to everyone in the world. 
It's 2025. That's a thing. I also love their first effort to engage with Christianity. That worked, by the way, was going into the woods in the middle of nowhere, (laughs) finding abandoned tunnels and spray painting fish onto the walls. And we're like, okay, you've explained why you're doing this. You haven't explained why you're doing this here. Uh, Like, (laughs) I know where the Christians hang out. The sewers in the woods. Let's go there. uh, I've heard the Christians live underground. Literally, they're trolls in the woods. Okay. Would you Thank like you to explain movie. the reason why they were the the in story reason why they were spray painting fish in the forest? Yes, it's a a reference to a biblical story where people would uh, draw draw fish that apparently uh, you you would you would draw most of the fish and then if somebody completed the fish, it was a way of showing that there were others out there mm-hmm. who were uh, part of your same community. Um, they explained that once and then had about 20 minutes devoted to it, <laughs> including a part where the the guy says, hey, do you remember that time where our friend Luke left our group and then we went into the forest and drew fish and it didn't really work and we didn't get anybody? <laughs> and he's saying that as if this was like exposition that we needed because we had seen all of that and it did get somebody. It got literally the two people you were telling that to, (laughs) to join your cause. That was why they joined your cause because they saw you drawing fish in the woods. It worked. You're telling them, Hey, that thing didn't really work. Did it? And you're, and they must've been like, but are we a joke to you? <laughs> like, we're here. It worked. Well, that's I'm the, a hacker. That's the <laughs> weird thing about it, too, is that, like, in the first, like, five, ten minutes of the movie, this character is talking about how, like, he wants to change the world. He wants to enact radical, actionable change to liberate the Christians. And how does he do that? He goes out to the middle of nowhere and spray paints fish. Yeah, spray paints fish... Onto leaves. <laughs> like, he just leans down and he, like, he's like, shh, onto the ground that is covered in leaves. That, you know, leaves that never get kicked or blown away by the wind. What? Okay, I hope that I can come back here in years and see the fruits of my... No! You're praying... Like... <sighs> uh, so, I think that this is... Uh how we get into our uh, our viral marketing campaign for this podcast. Dear listener, oh. go outside, preferably uh, <laughs> into the middle of the forest, uh, spray paint three quarters of a squid, and then if somebody completes the squid, then you know that they either are also listening to this podcast or they really like squids. Both. We're hoping for both. We're we hoping... want people to, to make sure that, you know, mm-hmm. we don't want people listening to our podcast who don't like squids. I, uh, we don't gatekeep here at Banquet at the Flum Dumpster, Eric. Jared doesn't gatekeep. Everyone is welcome, including those who dislike squids. 
Okay. But we oh we had our own predictions oh, for yes, what would yes. happen in 2025. Mm-hmm. We we alluded to this in the first half of the episode. Here are our predictions for our future selves to mock us with. <laughs> so I'm going to start with one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's going to be uh, technology developed that um, will uh, enable people who are colorblind or dogs to be able to see in color. That's very specific. Yeah. And, like, I don't know if it's a contact lens or, like, glasses or something, but, like, I feel like, you know, that technology, people probably are working on it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with that's my first one. Going, going out there now. What is your yours, uh, your first one? Uh, my, my first prediction uh, that will either be incredibly obvious five years from now or I will be extremely embarrassed by if I'm wrong, that whole Facebook metaverse thing, not going <laughs> to catch on. Maybe that's wishful okay. thinking, but not gonna catch on. That's interesting because my my second one is that there's going to be a new social media platform that is going to baffle Gen Zs <laughs> in the same way that TikTok baffles boomers. <laughs> <laughs> in five years, like at this point now, like three or four years, I think there's going to be a, a new platform that is like more boomer than Facebook or for even younger people than Gen Z? I feel like the first one would make more sense. I feel like the the Zoomers are a little bit too tech savvy to be baffled by anything. But no, I, I don't mean necessarily that they're baffled by the technology, just like the content on it being like, why do people want to watch these weird clips from black and white Three Stooges movies? Like, <laughs> that will be the kind of content that is on this video sharing app. And it will just be like, what? Why do people find this funny? No, it'll just be like, it. it'll be a TikTok, but for those, like, uh, newspaper political cartoons. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. That, like, billion dollar idea out there, people. Yeah. Make it happen by 2025 so we, we, we get... That's the, that's the only credit we need is if it exists by then, <laughs> then we will be, like, able to take credit for it. So your but second But at the prediction. rate that we release these episodes, it might come out before this episode comes out, and it'll be another Benefer situation where we predict oh. something, but we cannot take credit for it. So I think we have to say today it is December 17th, 2021, yes. when we are making that prediction. Yeah. TikTok, okay. but for boomer political cartoons. Not necessarily political cartoons, just a different TikTok for boomers. Sure. Okay. That's my prediction. You, okay. can, you can add political cartoons. Okay. I think that Your that's... Your second prediction. Okay. My, uh, I'd, like to, I'd like to run through uh, three more right now. Oh, you're, you're breaking the rules. Okay. Yeah, I'm breaking the rules. Because you're going to have one more after this, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to run through three. Um, okay. One, communism everywhere. <laughs> Two, Christianity illegal. Wow. And three, 2025, bears. Bears? Just, just bears. It's interesting. I thought for the first two you were you were going on the movie, and then for the third one, I'm now wondering if I missed a whole bear section of this movie. You didn't see the bears part. I did. I you hang on. Part. Did you fall asleep during the like 
the extended monologue about how Germans are like <laughs> Russians and Russians like bears. Was that the one where he, like, I, I think I woke up when he was going, I think I might be turning into a bear. Yeah, yeah. And then they cut away oh. before he actually turned into a bear. And then you fell asleep in the other scene where, like, ten minutes later, they said, oh, yeah, Charlie turned into a bear. That was wild. Oh Anyways, gosh. let's go spray paint these fish in the oh, in the <laughs> woods for another 20 minutes. Is that why? Because bears like fish. Yes. For, for the record, there was no bear section in this movie. <laughs> yeah, just, in case that makes it sound wondering. infinitely more interesting yeah, than it actually I, I, was. I, 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 don't, I don't want you to watch this movie. <laughs> um, it, uh, so, last prediction from you. My last prediction, microchips. In bears? Not, no, not, not the way you're thinking of. I'm thinking that chips gets smaller like they you know like how you know you have a typical size chip i think that that standard size chip people have like you know you have like those like halloween snack bags that are like the smaller version of like a lays bag Mm -hmm. but just the same size chips i think they go even smaller with even smaller chips microchips you are literally predicting that technology is going to get smaller within the next five years. That is the easiest prediction no, that you could technology. possibly make. Not technology, potato chips. What? I'm saying smaller potato chips. Micro chips. What's the advantage of a micro-sized potato chip? Halloween. It, it'll be like, it'll be the size of like one of those Nestle Smarties packs. Smarties are a, a Canadian candy <laughs> that um, <laughs> is not the same Smarties that you have in the States. Those we call rockets. So it'll be like that size, but there'll be chips instead of chocolate. Like just potato chips in a little tiny, tiny, tiny bag that people can just, you know, how we have those like fun size. It'll just be like tiny chips and people will be like, oh, no, I have this tiny little chip. I think that if that does happen, we should sue whoever comes up with it because they definitely listen to this podcast because there's no way that anybody else would think of that. No, and we should also sue them for having such a terrible idea (laughs) and bringing it to market. Um. Anyways, um, that those are our predictions for 2025. Let's see how many of them come true. Yeah. Um, oh, I there is one thing that I want to talk about. Uh, in we have watched other bad Christian movies, mm-hmm. um, and there are two things I want to say that uh, are different in those than this. I think that with some of the higher budget ones, there are people who are like actors who to them, this is just another role. They don't really believe in what this movie's message is. They're just like, this is a job to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like actors who are who are joining in. That wasn't the case here. I think this was literally a church group that made this movie. Mm. Um, and that explains 
a lot to me, <laughs> um, if that is the case, because, like, I'm pretty sure that's the case. And other thing about it is that we haven't mentioned this yet. Uh, on IMDb, this is listed as being made in the United States. This was not made in the United States. <laughs> this was made in Germany by Germans. It ha- like... <laughs> I, I don't... Th- Placing the nationality of this movie is a challenge because the politics feel so grounded in the States. Yeah. Like it feels, it feels like it comes so directly out of the States, but, but he, everyone, he reads from the German charter. Yeah. They have European union license plates that just say police. <laughs> um, and they, they have, one of the characters wears a sweater that says Germany. A bunch of them speak in German. Um, th- when he goes downtown to the slightly more populated area, the storefronts are in German. Like, this has to have been done in Germany. Yeah, but... They all have German I accents. I have so many questions. Why is it in English? Yes. <laughs> Were they going for the Christian market? I think so. I think because like all the other Christian movies that we've seen have all come from the States Mm -hmm. where that's where the big market is for these and that's how they can get them produced. But they're going for the same market without that like, without having the benefit of having some US-based funder giving them a million dollars to spread the word of Christianity. Mm -hmm. Like this was... Uh, I don't know what the budget of this... I'll say, like, because the camera equipment wasn't, like, amateur, I'd say maybe $10,000 as a budget. I mean, they definitely had a fog machine. Yes. And they made ample use out of that fog machine. (laughs) Oh, the other thing... The other thing that we have not seen in other Christian movies that we did see in this one, first credit at the end of the movie, the two directors' names. Second credit, (laughs) special thanks to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Which, how, how has no other Christian movie credited Jesus Christ? That is embarrassing. That is embarrassing. I feel like God's Not Dead 4 needs to rectify that. Yes, yeah. Is there a God's Not Dead 4 coming out? There has to be. I hope. I hope so. While you're searching that, I want to talk about how... Um, the. I, I've mentioned that this movie is incredibly boring to watch, and I've described what makes it boring. But it's... It's already out! What? There's already a God's Not Dead 4... It's out. What? What? It came out October 4th, 2021. God's not dead. We the people. What? Yes. How did we miss that? I don't know. Okay. Um. Uh, Goodbye, everybody. Well, we have to watch a movie yeah, now. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Um, Janine Pirro is in this movie? We need to bring this episode to a close <laughs> because we need to go watch God's Not Dead for we the pe we the people we the people we the people uh <laughs> this th- i i promise i promise this is not like a 
a like a constructed lead-in to the next episode like we did with 200 mph and f9 we're yeah. literally just finding out about this now um tune in next week when we watch god's not dead 4 and talk about that i'm so excited i'm so excited um, um, in the meantime, you can uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Flumdumpster. You can follow the composer, uh, producer, and performer of our theme song, Tarquin Alexandra, at T-A-R-Q Alexandra on those same platforms. We are also on TikTok at Flumdumpster. You can stream Tarquin's latest EP, A Tyrant's Demise, on Spotify, Apple, or the music stream platform of your choice. You can follow Jared at Jared Aronoff on Twitter, and you can find me spraying squids in the woods trying to find fans. <laughs> Anything else? Let's go watch this movie, Let's Jared. Watch <laughs> Hope you boat and find some fish. If the concept were to exist, that I'm to explain, which it doesn't. In hypothetical terms, every form of art has a bucket, a container to categorize the format and style, the greats and the rotten. The podcast that you've just consumed did the work for you by scraping the bottom.